This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected when your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online anytime on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. That's ab.bluecross.ca. Enjoy the show. Huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. where we cuddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for downloading and joining us this evening. It is episode 250, and we are all amazed that you still tune in 250 episodes later to listen to us. Uh, thank you for joining us, and thank you for being all uh, part of our history, uh, of course, both as the Eskimo Empire podcast and now as the Turf District podcast. Uh, we're very, very happy to have you all along for the ride. Um if you are watching on YouTube, we are doing a little bit of a fun segment this evening in an AMA, so to speak, where we, we will answer your questions to the best of our ability, basically starting overtime early. Uh, so throw your questions in the chat for us and uh, we will see what we can come up with. You can ask the questions. I don't guarantee we'll answer them, but we'll sort of try. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, then at the end, make sure you're sharing sharing out the show or sharing the link in some form or another. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, let's bring the whole gang in and it is a gang tonight so that ryan doesn't get on my case starting with the one and only super fan mike Ooh, i should have like candles at the tip of my fingers or something for our anniversary (laughs) i think that'd be great i mean it would hurt candle lit like and subscribe interesting that's right (laughs) 250 can you believe it I really can't. Like, I, I, that doesn't even count the episodes, but still. No, like, or the, yeah, when we had the uh, game previews and things like that right. as well, so. It's, but it's been a while. 250. Oh, my goodness, my friend. We're old and we're still friends. This is amazing. <laughs> it's true. Both <laughs> true. I, I know, right? I, I Thank goodness truth. we have someone else to keep us young. That's right. And that's, or bring the average down anyway. That's so. right. <laughs> Speaking of. It's one commissioner, Kayla. How are you? Uh, I do neither. <laughs> you do both. You do I do both. neither. You do both. You 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 bring down the age quotient. You definitely bring, bring down the, the average quotient. of age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. How do you know? What if I'm just like an immortal? You don't know. That's, That's true. You're the endless. <laughs> Did you just call her endless? 
Yeah. Yes. From um, yeah, Sandman. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, one day I would have understood that, but at this moment, yeah, that's I right. Don't. Today's not that day. Yeah. All right then. Uh, let's bring us all together as we should be for our uh, show. Uh, as I said, uh, we're going to do a bit of a ask me anything uh, with the herd or the gang or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I said herd, but you know, there's there's a lot of us. Um, we'll we'll kind of space these out throughout the show. We will do our game recap as per usual. Of course, we'll have some horde and tell. Uh, we will set up a game this week. You know, and uh, and then <laughs> we'll get our pickums and all those types of things in as well. Um, but we'll start with a couple of fun questions that uh, some people put out, uh, being that we're celebrating tonight uh, with this 250th episode. Uh, one of the first questions that we got was from Chris Curtis, and the the question was, uh, "Who are your top five guests that we've had on the show?" and I give him credit for saying that because every time we have to try and name one, we end up naming like five anyway. <laughs> so, um, There's a so, few. So let's go. Let's go around with uh, who who would be in your top five? Uh, super fan. Let's start with you. This song. Yeah, this is a tough one. And it is for me too. Yeah, I really, I have a hard time just sort of saying top five. So I'm going to do two. Okay. I'm going to do top five uh, players. Okay. And then top five um, people that were around the team, but not necessarily played for the team. So uh, I don't want to do featured fans because we love them all and I really can't rank them. And, and we'd leave people out. And I really don't want to do that. Sorry. Yeah. Or maybe Joe. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> you pick them or leave them out because slaughter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if tied first is everybody and, and second place is Joe. Okay. Um, so for my top five player guests, I'm going to go with uh, most recently was Joe Holloman. I thought just one of those amazing interviews. Uh, he, uh, I could listen to him talk forever. I really like the storytellers. I think like most of us do. Absolutely. So I went with Joe Holloman. Uh, I went with, of course, Jed Roberts. How can you not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean White. Uh-huh. Um, Warren Moon. And, of course, James Franklin. Ah, and then picks. for our uh, top five that are not players or featured fans, uh, Dave Jamison, again, no surprise, mm-hmm. Bud Steen, mm-hmm. uh, a tie there of Dave and or Morley, and Victor Cuey. Ah, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent picks. Wow. And, and, and my top five, as I was thinking, a lot of names will be a little repetitive in that list that sure. you just gave. But Kamish, uh, who you got? Off the top of your head. Oh my god! Yeah, off the top of my head, I'm swinging like you. Holy crap! I mean, Mike's like, well, I, let me see now. I know, I know one that should be on your list for sure, but well, let's see if you put it in there. Well, I, I, I don't even think I can name five. I, anyone who made me laugh, like belly laugh, is in top five. So if you did that, you're in my top five. <laughs> like you said, any storytellers. Um, Rick Walters always comes to mind for me because yeah. you were, you knew that, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I say it all the time. Yep. He was hilarious. He made me laugh. He was so engaging. That was like, I think when I was still pretty new at this and he just put me at ease. And I think ever since then it was like, these are just dudes and we just get to talk to them and they happen to play football, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how could I know? I, when we interviewed Bryant Mitchell, there you go. That's it wasn't necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But how could I not put my 
my dude in there. And like anytime we have any affiliation with Nate, I mean, he's such a friend of the podcast. He's come to our parties. Like he's such a legit dude. Oh gosh. I love having David Morley on. I'm not really doing like organized like you, Mike. Sorry. I love having David Morley on. I love when Chris Sheets came on. Oh, I had some belly laughs with him. He was such a goof. Uh, those are the ones that are just coming to mind right off the top of my head. Um, that was perfect. That was, but funny. I know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nailed it. And I and I, just listening to James Franklin too was just like I loved his politeness and like you said, how do you not love Victor? All of the ones that we've had this year, like wow, there was such a storyteller. Teller Manny was such a storyteller. Like mm-hmm. they were so engaging and they they make you feel really comfortable. So it's I could just go on. The more I think about yeah. it, I'll just stop. Okay. Of course. How could I not pick those, like the, the three that I set up first? Yeah, that's, that, I, I knew those would be up there for sure. So, And in the future, Fred Stamps, just kidding. I would die, so don't do it. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a future question. We'll, super mom we'll, we'll get that on there. We'll get that on there. Um, oh. We got a, yeah, we, 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 we got connections. We're going to make this work. Um, okay, so my top five. Um, not surprisingly, James Franklin is in my top What? Five. I know, it's shocking. Um, but you know what? I think the thing, and we've said this so many times, was that it, it was just such a genuine conversation. And he was throwing the jabs with us. And it, it made it that much more fun. And the other part was is that I didn't tell um, UT and Chad that he was coming that night. And then right. he was just there. And so it was the whole evening was quite fun um so i would definitely put that on my list um the first time when we had um calvin mccarty and ryan king in at the same time and we were calling calvin tone loke it was so much fun and um so (laughs) i i really enjoyed them um my other one would probably well. I, I have to put JMO in there because I cannot get enough JMO. Um, yeah. Every time he's on, I, I just I laugh, but I love the insight. I love the storytelling. Everything about it. Um, then uh, the other one for me was Kenny Stafford. Um, yeah. Having yeah. that. I was going to judge you if you didn't have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having that one-on-one conversation with him that just kind of just went on, but was a real converse. It was just unreal and genuine uh, yeah i and i really appreciated him for it and 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 so that's probably where i'd put that and and then the other one i'm gonna put in my top five and i know it's not a guest but it's a show and it was episode 100 when we all got together because that meant a lot to me and it meant a lot to us as a group and and it really formed us as a team and i think that that's uh, i thought that was an important one so to me i can't get i don't think there's any there's lots of other guests that were amazing, but there was nothing that felt like that evening. So uh, I'm I'm happy that we're all together for 150 shows later. So and you have are the you glitter sh- prove it. I was gonna say, are you sure? <laughs> you what? I said you have the glitter to prove it. Yeah, well, not anymore. I moved. <laughs> <That's> the, yeah. <laughs> it follows you. Yeah, it's, it, probably it's around. It's around. Yeah. It will follow you. Um, but that that was uh, that was a fun question, so I knew that one. Let's take one more, and then we'll get into our news and things of the day, and then we'll come back into it. Um, Superfan, did you see one in the chat for the the current chat in in YouTube's world? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lots of uh, stuff in there, including all people congratulating us on our two hundred and fifty, 
including from our everyone's favorite penguin. Congrats on 250. Screw those who said you wouldn't make it past 249. Um, <laughs> oh, trust me, it's been tough. Uh, it's I, I I know they said this actually on the Mushwar podcast a few weeks ago, and and I kind of related to it, and I didn't want to actually steal it from them, but you know, doing this show every week when your team is this bad is, is tough work, and uh, we but we find a way because we enjoy the conversations with each other and with all the people who are joining us. Yeah, it it is uh, there. There's been some moments where we weren't sure if we were going to make it to 250, so I'm glad we did. <laughs> All right, so lots of questions already. We'll get to all of them. Uh, but the one that sort of popped out right off the start was from Tim Capper. Uh, of all the highlights you've witnessed in person at Commonwealth, what is the one that you remember the most? Oh, man. I can go. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Ah, the c- commissioner first? Okay, go. It, it, it wasn't a play, so I don't know if it has to be specifically a play. Um, but the first thing that always triggers my memory is the West final in 2015 when Odell Willis led the charge up the stadium and was high-fiving fans. Never, I was so jealous because I was on the other side. I'll never forget that moment. That was just like pure love for the fans. Like you, That was Odell Willis at his like prime personally and – on the football field like that was I don't there was just something about it you and to be Calgary at home yeah that's a that's a good it's one. in here forever <laughs> right free that's a good one <laughs> I, I get it yeah super fan you got one yeah whenever I think of Commonwealth I mean I'm old so I go back a bit um <laughs> is the very first game at Commonwealth uh I'd gone oh, to yeah. Clark Stadium for several years at that point and Clark was very – it had a lot of character. I mean, it was called the grand old lady of football stadiums. It had been around a long it. time. It was not very big, you know, holding 25, 30,000 people. And then I, at nine years old, went to Commonwealth the week after for the game against BC, and it was massive. It was the most amount of people I'd ever been around in my life all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I – I watched probably the crowd more than I watched the game that day just because it was so I was in such awe of all of it. And, and I still feel that way every time I go. Oh, fantastic. I fantastic. Um, I have two. Um, and, and, and it's hard just because um, what one is from the play on the field and one was just being there. So um, our, I want to say our, my third date with Nicole was the return classic in the year 2000 and there was 58,000 people there and it was nuts and and it was just a crazy game and I just remember that whole night being so great and being having the opportunity I was you know kind of teaching her the game at the same time but something that we obviously we still do together so that that's a big one for me um the other one was the moment and I understand it turned out poorly, um, but the moment in 2002 when I knew we were going to be playing in the Grey Cup at home, like I was, I was crying in the stands. I never thought I would watch them play in the Grey Cup at home. And yes, it didn't turn out the way we wanted, but that moment in 2002 was beautiful. So I remember that. So 
Um, all right, let's get to a little bit of news and things, and then we'll come back to more questions. Uh, first, we've got a bit of Elks news. Uh, luckily, they uh, were nice enough to put some out today, which is helpful. Um, <laughs> Oh, I see my uh, sheet did not update. Uh, they they did sign three gentlemen today, and I will yes. get you the names at this particular moment because uh, – or do you already have them, Mike? Yeah, it's uh, uh, defensive lineman Malik Harris, Yes, uh, linebacker Tony Jones, and they bring back linebacker Ethan McConzo for his third time in green and gold. Exactly. <laughs> Something about those McConzos. We like those. Yeah. 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 Uh, are they McConzo's? McConzo? McConzo's? I'm not sure. Is one a Maconzum? I'm not sure. No, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just say we have the brothers. Yes. All right, perfect. Uh, we did also release defensive lineman Ja'Kai Polite. Mm-hmm. Polite? Whatever, Polite. Yes, let's say. go with... Okay, perfect. Uh, and the other part of Elks news that was coming up uh, this Friday... The season seat holder event uh, where you go and you can renew your season seats. I understand that's that's maybe a tough ask for some people at this moment. But for those (laughs) of us that are going to renew anyway, like Mike and I, we will be there. And um, you get to be down on the field. uh, You renew. You get a, a season seat holder gift of some kind uh you're gonna have the merchandise at uh, cost is what they're saying and then uh, we can sit down on the field and watch the elks take on the riders on the big screen which is going to be a fun thing all on its own so um i'm pretty excited about it i think it's going to be a blast so and i know mike you're going to be there sounds like a few other of our of our season seat holder friends will be around as well so that should yeah it sounds like yeah, so uh, I look forward to that. I think it's going to be fun and, uh, and you know, always a chance to, you know, hang around with Victor for a while is good too. So I'll- so do you already have to be a present scene hold- seat- season seat holder to go to that event? Yes. Or potential, okay. Yes, uh, this is for renewals, right? So this is a special for... Oh, renewal, holders. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then if you were previously I, one, I'm not sure. I was previously one. Yeah, I don't know. I'd check. I'd call the store. Well, and see. Yeah, see what happens. Say, so, listen, where's this? And if they say we don't have you, you're like, what? How do you not have me? It's like, how do you not have me? You're trying to fake that you had a reservation at a, at a full <laughs> restaurant. Record the call. Do you not don't know, you know who I am? <laughs> don't you know who I think I am? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. So that should be. Uh, I, I'm excited for that. And I see Capper asking merch at cost. That's what they're saying. Shot should be interesting. Uh, No, those uh, those new hats. Yep. look pretty sweet. You mean the hat like I would have had if Chad wouldn't have knocked it out of my arm when they <laughs> threw it out into the crowd? The girl was looking uh, right at me and threw it at me, but knocked it off my arm because Chad was being a bully. That one? Yeah. That one, yeah. Thanks, Chad. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's talk about this game quickly. Luckily, this should be a quick review. Uh, <laughs> we don't have lots to talk about. Elks get beat up once again by oh, the Stampeders. Let's talk about 56 to 28. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's the fourth drubbing that they've had this year uh all at the hands of two different teams <laughs> bc and calgary wonderful oh um, so then and two new records are set yeah I, I was gonna say i bet oh, you wanted yeah. to bring up the records mike so we of course now have the are tied with ottawa for the longest home losing streak with 14 games i think that was the ottawa in the 80s 87 yeah. 88 
Mm-hmm. Uh, with 14 games, and we have the chance to make it all our own on October 1st. So that's great. Um, <laughs> and it is the most points scored by an opponent in a game at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, and it ties the most ever with uh, 1964. Saskatchewan beat us 56 as well. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. great. It's great to make Thanks to Danny Austin, uh, who does reports on the Stampeders, Calgary has scored more points in two games at Commonwealth than Edmonton has scored in six games at Commonwealth yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, that's just not surprising. That's horrible. They're outscoring yeah. us in one third as many games. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, oh, it was uh, it was a tough game. It was a tough game. Um, did either of you find any goods in this game? I did. I did yes. dig deep to find a couple, but uh, Kamish, did you have one this time? We'll start with you and go to Mike next. Yeah, I mean, I really—I don't know if it's a Mitchell thing, but I really <laughs> am digging Mitchell. Okay, <laughs> I might be biased. I don't know. No, I, I think the kid's got some talent, and I really like the where he's going. And you know what? The return game actually did something. It did. I don't care that we. Yeah, I. Past the 50-yard line at one point. It was bananas. I was screaming just for that. I was like, I don't even care if there's not a touchdown because that's the furthest we've gotten in... Ever. Three years? Four years? Yeah. No. Not ever. It was a huge run. Yeah. Salisbury brings a different angle to that game. Yeah. I thought he he broke the one. I was standing. I thought for sure he's going to break that one. And then not... Just... Just so close, yeah. Well, like he's got too. that engine, man. Yeah. I know, but the I can't use his nickname anymore. It's not as fun. Yeah, he's true. Yeah, now he's, he's Mambo no number seven. Seven Mambo five. Wait, Mambo number seven? That ain't no, no. It is now. I gotta, I gotta come up with two more gals' names. <laughs> if only. Hey, the B-52s had one that had 52 girl names in it, so why yeah, not? you could do that. Yeah, might as well. Just listen to that and, and copy and paste. Uh, right. Superfan, what are your goods? Uh, again, Kevin Brown, what a game. Yeah. Uh, 91 yeah. yards on 10 carries. How why he only, he only had 10 carries Correct. when he's got a 9.1 yard average? Yeah. I don't get it. We had, And seven of those were in the first half. Yeah. I understand we were down. But when you're getting nine yards on average a carry, yeah. and they're not stopping you. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Mark Ingram. A little bit. Oh, interesting. Interesting, interesting comparison. comparison. I don't, yeah. I'm not biased at all. No, I said. No. What? <laughs> no. Oh, Is weird. that new? Yeah. <laughs> totally new. Um, uh, I agree with you, though. Kevin Brown looked great. Yeah, and Darrell, another guy that uh, on a hundred yard game, he, mm-hmm. he's especially after last year and the, the last yeah. three weeks, he has just gotten better and better and more consistent. He had seven catches on eight targets. Mm-hmm. Like wow. we haven't talked about him being like over eighty seven percent catch rate in a long time. Yeah, exactly. that's an incredible turnaround. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. And yes, sir. I was talking to Dave Campbell beforehand and he was saying like the team is starting to care about one another and he thought that was going to make quite a difference, but it just, obviously it did. did, Well, we'll get to the bad in a second. I I do have one other good um, that I do want to, and I'm so glad you guys left this for me. Tanner Green 
folks. Yes. Number 27, running over people to get a touchdown. I loved it, <laughs> and it was right in front of me. It was nice to see 27 getting some love, so I was very Hold happy back with love. That. Yep. Outstanding. Uh, I'll take it. Now, for the bad side, um, I believe this is a it's bit bad. of a broken record. Um, yep. But uh, I'll, I'm, I'm going to start on this one and just say I, I don't know what happened, but the defense forgot how to tackle. Like, oh. how many times did we have them wrapped at the one or, like, what, like, one yard in or even behind the line of scrimmage and bounce, and it was 20 yards later, we're finally getting him. Like, when Scott Hutter is your top tackler as the safety, <laughs> yeah. guys, like... Something's wrong. And they're doing, a uh, like, a one-yard sneak, and they get 10 yards. Uh, right. Like, and it's not an end around, it's up the middle, it's, and they get 10 yards. Yeah. The tackling was not yeah. good. It was it was not not a good day for tackling. Um, yeah. Anyway, Super Chad, what do you got for those? Uh, well, I mean, you know, penalties were, again, single digits, but still, just, again, coming at the worst time. The refereeing still has me mystified on some of this stuff. Yeah. I the, just well, don't understand, like... Call? Uh, All of us yeah. sitting in the stadium watching, going, "How is that pass interference?" Like, was witchcraft was touched. And I understand they've said later that they meant to call uh, illegal contact on a receiver, but they didn't. They called pass interference and put it at the one yard line. Right. If it's illegal contact, it doesn't go to the one. Right. It's ten yards. Right. And can you correct the call? He he withdrew the flag. I don't understand it. Yeah. And then, of course, it would just wouldn't be me if I didn't talk about the fact that between – for called runs, we had 11 runs. Mm-hmm. And I The mean, entire game, run. that's it? Yeah. We had – that's 102 yards on 11 runs. That is almost a football field in 11 plays versus right. 32 passing attempts. I just don't get it. Do you have the uh, the Calgary rushing yards? Because I believe they're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, well – Kadeem Carey had 118, <laughs> yeah. Peyton Logan had 33, and Tommy Stevens had 29 yards. <laughs> and four touchdowns. Yeah. Joy. Yeah. And Kadeem Carey, of course, had one. Yeah. On a rush, so. Yeah, at the end of the game when nobody decided to tackle when they were just trying to run the clock out. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Um, it was great for me for my, my uh, fantasy, but yeah. Good. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. We'll get to fantasy in a bit. Uh, Commissioner, you got anything to add there on that uh, on the bad side? Everything else, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to uh, a couple more of the AMA questions here, and then we will get to uh, some hoard and tell. Uh, what else do we have for you? That what or what else do you have for us, Superfan? For some questions? Yeah. All right. Well, Supermom had asked on Facebook, uh, what Two guests that we have not had on would you most like to have on the show? It could be players, it could be fans, it could be anything. Okay, well, the I'll give I'll start with the gimme, which is I want the flow on. Uh, you know, Marco Sincar got to be on the show. Um, You'd be so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be the quietest I have ever been on this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe <laughs> like that's it'd be yeah yeah <laughs> can you come to my house no no oh hmm. 
Um, so he is on my list. Uh, the other one that is on my list because it, I well, this is kind of I'm, this is kind of cheating, and I understand that, but I I would love to have a quarterback panel from the last little bit with Ricky Ray, mm. Jason Moss, and Mike Riley, and actually have them tell stories of the of the different games that they played in and uh so that's kind of a um i'm i'm hoping we can have that at some point because i think it would just be interesting to get that many stories from those guys all right so many panels we could have i I know and i i saved one panel for you because i figured you might come up with it but uh commissioner do you have two i know one of your guests that you want See, I don't even know if I could though. Like, it's it's just that. Yeah, I just be like, oh, <laughs> so pretty. Wow, you're you're awesome. I, I wanted that to happen thing. just for that. Yeah, you did with the game. All right, who would be your other no. guest? Fred Stamps is number one. Well, who else? Yes. Um. <laughs> Touche. One through ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know what? Does it have to be could it be CFL wide? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I, I would actually agree with you for uh Ricky Ray, but a part of a panel, I think that'd be super, super interesting. Um, but I would really love to talk to Anthony Calvio. Mm. I hated him so much <laughs> when I first got into the CFL. <laughs> And now that I understand the CFL and football as a whole, I've really come to appreciate who he is as a player and a human being and now a coach. So I would really actually would want to talk to talk to him. Oh, good one. All right, cool. Yeah. Super fan? Uh, God, there's so many. Um, I again, I love the stories. So the first one I would want to have on here, it will never happen, yeah. is uh, Dwayne Mandruziak. Oh. I think... Yeah. You know, for all of us that have been anywhere near him, when he tells a story, they are just amazing. And I could hear the same story about 14 times in a row, and I'd be asking for number 15 because it's just so damn good. And then uh, if I'm talking about a panel, one thing I would love to have is maybe from the other side of the ball, I would love to have Danny Bass, Willie Pless, and Danny Ray Kepley. Oh, man, that would be amazing. Yeah. The three greatest linebackers, which with apologies to so many of the great linebackers. Yeah, had. of course. Yeah, but Willie Plass would be. I mean, that yeah. would be that'd be a good trio. Also, if we just wanted, and you and I have talked about this before, the linebacker trio of having uh, AJ Gas, um, Sandor Mobley, and Terry Ray all on at the same time yeah. would also be in very inter- very entertaining. And uh, we've been lucky enough to have. Um, uh, to have Singor on before, and we need to get him back on because he's very fun and entertaining. And we've had AJ as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, we need AJ like this because then we can see his facial expressions because he's really he's he's like Kayla. He makes video podcasts. He better. said he'd come over and and sit by uh, the locker. So I know. Good. We need, we need to just sit back there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, just invite him over and sit him in the locker. Exactly. And we'll not talk sit there to in him. your towel. Anyway, <laughs> um, sit in your locker. Yeah. Express. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, all right. Do we have one more then? And then we'll go to our hoard and tell. Uh, let's see what else we got here from Tyler. Uh, what sports did you play as kids? Oh, 
not many because I was itty bitty when I was <laughs> I was little and I was afraid of getting hurt. So I I played soccer for a bit. Weird, I know. And I played baseball for a little bit. And that was it. Other than that, I played video games. That's what I played. <laughs> I was really good at video game hockey and golf. So that was why I played those. I was a Pong champion. So, oh, you know. <laughs> wow. A PC. Neat. That's right. Yeah. All right. That's all there was. Come on. Now. That's right. Well, that's and a Coleco PC. quarterback. That was great. <laughs> I like that one. That was fun. That yeah. was a good one. Uh, what did you play as a kid? Super fan? Uh, I also played soccer. That was one of the first things uh, I had ever played. Unfortunately, I played on a team that was uh, quite excellent, and I was a defense, and the ball really never came in my zone. <laughs> so I was just sitting back there, bored out of my mind at age five or six. And let's face it, five or six-year-olds usually don't play well anyway. Oh, but wait. yeah, we had a guy that was, everyone's like, is this kid 14 or what? Um when he I was played soccer, huge. my dad said I would just sit back and try and stand around and talk to the goalie because I wanted to right. just make friends. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, exactly. Weird. And then, yeah, I mean, we played hockey, shinny, and stuff like that in the neighborhood, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Commissioner? I played baseball. I was in track and field. I used to be a big runner as well. Nice. And uh, swimming. I was really good at swimming. Nice. And then injuries. So then I moved to, I was a big band nerd and drama nerd. Nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those things. Yeah. But you're on the sixth game. That was, that, was, that was me when I got into high school. So, uh, All right. Those are good. We'll come back to some more of those questions. Uh, Superfan, you got a little hoard and tell for us? Yeah, I can do a few things. Um, all right. A couple of things that sort of came in recently. <laughs> every so often, mostly I've been doing a lot of trades, but every so often <laughs> something will show up and like an auction and I'll just throw in a low bid just cause and all of a sudden you win those things. Right. Yeah. One thing I just picked up uh, for $5, <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty good is this set of oh wow the, the CFL set? tradition set. So it's missing Calgary. So I'm guessing someone bought it for Calgary. Okay. And uh, again, I threw in a low bid of five bucks <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have eight of the, the nine videos that were made. I already have both sets already. <laughs> um, so I'll be probably getting those out either in trades or just getting out to fans. That, so uh, what exactly are they? So uh, each one is a little history of the CFL and then the history of the teams. Here's, one that sort of means a lot to all of us. Yes. Yeah. So it's got a ton of interviews on there. It talks about the Grey Cup wins. So ours is quite long. Um, <laughs> and uh, it came out in early 2003. And I think they played it on TSN during the 2003 season. Okay. So it's just talking about Ricky Ray, you know, That's not really... having won a Grey Cup. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's kind of bizarre. And then interviews with uh, so many people, Hugh Campbell, Warren Moon, um, of course, Dan Kepley, uh, Ricky Ray, like all these great players over each teams. And I, I love all of them, all the teams. It's just so fun to sort of watch because you'll have Gizmo talking about playing in Calgary or you'll have like on other ones. Um, so it's a lot of fun and they're usually pretty cheap. Clearly not that cheap all the time, but uh, <laughs> that worked out well. And another thing I picked up, which I thought was kind of neat, and it's going to be a little different, is um, I collect programs. But this is one I just picked up. I don't know if you can Oklahoma, sort of see it there. Texas. 
Oklahoma and Texas, and people were like, why would you get that? Because in the 50s, when we were winning all our Grey Cups, half of our team came from Oklahoma and Texas. So we've got Tom Stolhansky there. Oh. We've got uh, Charlie Gethner there. He played with the team. Uh, Billy Vessels played with uh, Oklahoma. Uh, where's Billy? There's Roger Nelson at the top in the middle. Oh, that's awesome. That's um, So it's got about... <laughs> 10 or 12 players uh, that played with uh, Edmondson in the mid-1950s. And this is them when they were in college. So that was kind of neat. Oh, man, that's awesome. Only you would know that enough to get that program. (laughs) Yeah. That was the nice thing is a lot of people don't. And there was a ton of those kind of made. So you've got the U.S. college players kind of have everything at that point that are the big collectors. So stuff like this will appear. And I'll be like, oh, well. Cool. I can get it for cheap. Nice. Oh man, that's those are awesome additions as always, Super Fan. We appreciate yeah. it. We appreciate it. Um, all right, let us talk about week fifteen. Elks are off to Regina for Friday to play the Riders at Mosaic. Did you just give yourself the cross? Son? Yes. <laughs> Wow. Nobody patri de feelies. Something like that. Yeah. Nominee, dominee. Wait, no, what? Um, okay. This is going to be a uh, interesting game, I would think. I mean, we're going to be sitting at Commonwealth to watch it, so that'll make it good. Right? Well, it depends what they feed the team before the game. That's t- <laughs> fair. Can, can Saskatchewan go back to whatever restaurant they had last week? Because that might give us a better chance, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- we're both teams coming off of drubbings. I mean, Riders got spanked by the Bombers. Uh, they put up 50 on them, too. So yeah. both teams now show up and play harder in this game. At least it's an away we're game. We're not playing at home. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Away <laughs> field on. advantage. Yay! Um, all right, let's go to some keys to this game, uh, Commissioner. What, what do they got to do this week to win? Throw out your playbook and get a new one. Like, <laughs> like the players would notice. Come on, right? Most of them have never seen the playbook before. They just got here. <laughs> well played, Fair. Yeah. I actually did not watch um, the Ryder game because I was driving. To said game, and I don't actually get to watch a lot of football on Saturdays when we have a later game. So I don't know what I mean. Sounds like they sucked. We suck. We just have to suck less. <laughs> I like I. That's a good I, of the game. I, I, I honestly don't know what right like there. keys to point to out anymore <laughs> because we just have to improve on all. Like at least we're, we have a return game, yeah. a little bit of one. Like there's some there's some energy there, I guess. I don't want to take away because I know where Mike is going to go, but oh my God, you utilize the people that are actually doing something. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. Well, super fan, do you want to just build on that? <laughs> you got to win, win the battle of the trenches. Your defensive line has to be better than their offensive line and vice versa. You're their asking too much. Has to impose their will on their defensive line. You have to give corn dog some time to throw that ball and set his feet and yeah the thing that goes a long way to helping that is mixing things up if you're throwing all the time or you're only running on first down then it makes it so much easier for the defense to know what you're going to do and, and plan accordingly it would be 
just so nice if we, you know, can, got to the point where people of the stands can't guess what every play is right before it happens. I was going to say, it's so obvious at this point. And if we can guess, I'm pretty sure that, you know, the other teams can guess. And they'll, you know, play a bunch on us. Oh, that would never happen. No, um, that would never. No. Here's my key to the game. Tackle the ball runner. It's, I know it's difficult, but. Or the quarterback. Sure. Quarterback is fine, too wrap your guy and put him on the ground instead of wrapping and sliding off. I don't know what the Stampeders had on their uniforms, but oh my goodness, it was just constant. Like they'd have them and then be gone. Like hang on to your dude. And so there's another title of the podcast. Hang on to your dude and suck less. Beating a dead gopher to death. I was going to say horse, but we can't beat a dead horse when they keep beating us so substantially. That's very, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, elk's hunting season. Yes. Uh, well, hopefully we can do a little bit more on that front. Uh, I do want to give uh, Patrick Penguin a little uh, shout out here. As he said, I would love to hear Chris Jones say, we just need to suck less. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, I would love to hear that. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's. That's money ringtone. Enough of that. Let's. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll send you the clip. Yeah, so you can have it just for whenever I call you. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, let's do some pickums. We got uh, some fun games this week. Uh, we have well, there's only two other games this week because everybody's just three on games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first game is ours, and then there is Winnipeg versus Hamilton, and then there is Calgary versus BC. Uh, I know Kayla hates to go first on these, so super fan, who you got in these other two games? Oh, boy, this is a tougher one, because uh, I'm just so worrying about ours. But uh, Winnipeg and Hamilton, uh, Hamilton is three, the same record we have, uh, Yep. and Winnipeg is not. Uh, so <laughs> I don't care... You could play this game in Winnipeg, in Hamilton, somewhere in... On in, the moon. Yeah, Turkey Neck, Bend, Kentucky, doesn't matter. <laughs> Winnipeg has home field advantage no matter where they are, and they will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calgary and BC. BC has been having a real problem with it. Vernon Adams Jr. will get the start. He's been practicing with the uh, the ones, apparently, so yeah. or will be practicing with the ones. So I think that'll help, but I, I still think Calgary is starting to turn the corner a bit. And if you look at, um, I was looking at the stats um, the for points for and points against, uh, and Calgary um, has done quite well. They have 31.6 points for. Um, and BC is only point one ahead of that when Rourke was in there. So uh, I think, of course, they played us four times, but still. Um, <laughs> I, I think Calgary is going to do quite well. Mayor is no Bodhi Mitchell, as much as it makes me throw up my mouth to even make that comparison. Um, but I, I still think they're going to be able to take this to, to BC, and BC is going to take a little while longer to find themselves before Rourke gets back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Do you want to go next, Commissioner? Or you want me to throw mine in first? No, unfortunately, I agree with what Mike said. I mean, those were my picks anyway. And as much as I want Vernon Adams Jr. to win, especially against Calgary, wouldn't that be glorious? But it's uh, it's still a new system, new team, new coaching. It'll take a little time. I hope I'm wrong. For the love of God, I hope I'm wrong. But I, I don't see it happening quite yet. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. And that's a clean sweep. Winnipeg and Calgary this week, unfortunately. Yep. Um, got any good prop bets? I'm just trying to see what we've got here so far. Chris Iger just put one in. Just under the wire. Uh, <laughs> says picks. Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg. Oh, that's him picking for oh, that's him picking. That's his pick I thought he was talking about actually getting <laughs> adding up the picks for those three teams. I'm like, that's weird. That would be interesting. Yeah. I'll set the over under at two and a half and it'll all be the Elks ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, do we do we just have one we want to we want to have some fun with for uh, for a, a prop bet? Let's week? uh yeah. Um how about we do because we've had a good amount of return yards Ooh, uh, on okay. kick returns okay. or kickoff return. Okay, uh, let's do average kickoff return. Mm. How many yards on average? So I think uh, the last game his was average was twenty four. Twenty four. I was going to say twenty one. Okay, twenty one for him, but we had a Jalen Marshall at a thirty yarder. Okay, so we're going to say average across all returners. Yes. Uh, okay, let's put it at. Uh, let's put it at twenty-one and a half. Oh, okay. All right. So twenty-one and a half uh, return yards by all average by all Elks returners. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Commissioner, going over or under on that. I'm going over. Oh, I'm going to be wow. a positive now. Wow. Yeah. I am. I am. I am. I'm going to go under for sure. Okay. Well, it's not at home. It's at Mosaic. And I'm just hoping that uh, they got roughened up a little too much by Winnipeg that we actually might have a chance. And there's a bit of light with um, Christian and Jalen. So hopefully a little dynamic duo can work some magic and we'll get a run game going. Okay. On special teams, of course, okay, because correct. we know Chris yeah, Jones. because we don't run the ball otherwise. Yeah. Uh, super fan? I'm going to go under on this one. Uh, we How dare are you? coming up <laughs> against a team whose head coach is a special teams coordinator. Right. And is the special teams coordinator that was on our team the last time we had a return <laughs> touchdown. Um, so, yeah, we don't have a special teams coordinator currently. We have an assistant. But I don't know who's drawing up the plans at this point. Um, so the yeah, players, yeah, probably they're just drawing it up on the <laughs> on the grass the on the side. rubber. Oh pellets. God, yeah, <laughs> the rubber pellets. You can't see the dirt. We don't have dirt. But <laughs> I like this. Okay, uh, I am going to go over. I think just over, but I am going to try and be positive in the return game. Something to cheer for. What is going on? At least I'll have time. All bets are off. That's right. We're we're all going over there. All right. Uh, Super fan, uh, our fantasy picks this week. Um, You you won. I won last week, so that's good. You and I have both secured a playoff spot. Yeah. In the the CFL Pod Fantasy League. Uh, I forgot we're only doing 17 games. Yeah. Thank goodness for green and gold wins somewhere. That's good for exactly. us to get in there. Um, this week, I have the top dog in uh, Ryan from the Canadian Football Countdown. I'll give uh, you your picks. It'll be good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I told him. I said, I have a secret weapon. I'm going to ask Mike. <laughs> he made it sound like you're a steroid. I should let you know that. He said, no, 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 Mike help. 
Um, I tell yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and, is that and, why Andrew Harris is calling me? Weird. Odd. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, and then uh, you have Mike from Podsky Weeby. I do. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. And he beat me last year, so uh, I definitely owe him some. Yeah, you got to get that one there. So yeah. uh, you find all of the great shows, of course, at CF Pod Network on Twitter. And, of course, if you want to follow along in the Fantasy League, it's at CFL Pod Fantasy. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. We're, there's going to be some playoffs. It's going to be exciting. Right, Superfan? It's always exciting. I mean, got to get about something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's get let's throw in another couple of questions here before we get to overtime. Uh, what else did we find for some good uh, questions in there? I know there was one other one on Facebook. Oh, right, Patrick Penguins. Hard well, hitting questions. One. I've got that one. That's that's coming. All right. Um, so I've got a couple here. How many current elks do we think we could beat in a foot race? I think I already know my answer. Uh, probably going to be Aaron Grimes, assuming he's still in a walking boot. Um, or really anyone on the injured list with a lower body injury. I think I could take him. <laughs> How many current elk players can we beat in a 100-meter dash? Wasn't that what it was? Just at a foot race, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my answer would be zero. I can't beat any of those guys. Again, if they're injured and are on crutches, you can take them. Maybe McAdoo. I might be able to beat him. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. If he gave me like a 15-yard head start, maybe. Yeah. 85, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Commissioner, you got to be able to beat some of them. You're pretty quick. Oh, I'd be late, so no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well played. Very true. Yeah. That uh, that sums that up right there. Uh, yeah. Okay. One more question here, super fan for the pod, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up, and then we'll get into overtime. Sounds good. Uh, Tim Capper asks: Of all the merch, swag, or giveaways you've received over the years, what is your most cherished item? Holy man! Uh, does, like that includes stuff that we've purchased. I, it says anything, anything that's to do with the team. So okay. whether it's stuff you bought, something that was a giveaway, anything okay. that's green and gold in your possession, you mm. cherish the most. Wow. I have an idea. Okay. That's, uh, I, I have an idea for you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh. I'm looking at your idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I, that one was pretty good. That that getting the the Franklin jersey was pretty good. Um, getting the the Franklin helmet to go with it was a great combination. So I I think those would probably be tops on my on my list. Although if we were going to go sentimental, um, it would be the the Singor Mobley jersey because that was my first crested jersey and then he signed it and that was the first time i ever met him and um that that was that moment that um i'd always wanted as a kid and i didn't get it until i was about 28 <laughs> and then it was this this is awesome so um so yeah probably pretty close between those two so Kamish, what's on your list i have one on its way oh um, I have one over there, which probably oh, right can't quite there. See. 
Can't quite see it's, it. Okay, well, you can see the outline. It's a, it's a helmet. It's a Saints helmet that our good friend Dave um, had won and had given to me. Nice. Okay. Which is wonderful. And then you can't see it. Maybe I'll bring it up for overtime, but it's a signed football by uh, Fred Samson. Nice. <laughs> As it should be. Are you going to keep the one that's coming? And Jason Tucker. And Jason Tucker. Sorry. Are you going to keep the one that's coming a secret until it comes and then you can show it? Yes. Okay. Because it's been a a long time coming and it's not actual, like it's until it's here, I won't believe it. Okay. And then you can do the hoard and tell. It'll be awesome. Yeah. That, that, hey, finally. Yeah. Kayla can do a hoard and tell. This will be fun. Uh, Okay. Super fan. What's yours? Uh, I've got a few things in here. I'm going to zoom up a bit here so we can <laughs> nice. sort of see. Because we can. Oh, wrong way. Oh, that's so, Where are you going? Okay. There we go. So if you look up um, right there. Oh, you gotta, i got to move your camera. Hang on. I'm going to just oh. put you on camera by yourself so we'll be able to see it. Okay, yeah, right there. Got it. Right there. So yes. that is a team-signed football by the 1954 team. Uh, that was 15 minutes or so after they won the city's first Grey Cup. Uh, they were in the locker room, and um, Ted Tully, who was uh, one of the two guys responsible for the fumble mm-hmm. that Jackie Parker ran back to win, uh, worked with a woman whose young brother, who was six or seven, was a huge fan. So he got the ball. It's a practice ball. It's a white ball. And passed it around and had everyone in the locker room sign it wow. uh, while they were all celebrating. And then uh, he took it home and put it in a uh, uh, in the box and threw it in his closet and forgot about it for 50 some odd years and when he passed away his uh, nephew contacted me and asked me if I wanted to have it and I mean how do you say no to that no kidding. Uh, so, yeah. so that yeah. was kind of nice I'm going to zoom back a bit now uh, and then the other thing uh, is actually on the wall you can't see it's a little dark there just beside that is a program and the ticket stubs from our season tickets uh, that my dad had through his company, he worked for a company called uh, Bullet and Commercial Printers, who printed up things like the media guides and the pocket schedules and all that stuff for the team and all kinds of other things um, from the last game at Clark Stadium. So uh, it's August 23rd, oh, 1978. Awesome. And it's the only uh, pair of tickets of our season tickets that I have left. Uh, a lot of them got tossed or whatever, uh, but I kept that program and I kept those ticket stubs sort of tucked away and forgot about it until I moved out and then I found it. Oh, that's awesome. That's very, very cool. That's a nice, nice sentimental touch on that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. Well guys, this is uh, this has been a, a fun AMA and we'll continue a bit more into, uh, into overtime, but uh, I don't want to drag on the, the pod too long. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of move on from that, but then we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into, get into some more questions before too long. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton. Taproot publishes a weekly food roundup, sharing the latest on the restaurants, chefs, producers, events, and more in the city of Edmonton. Subscribe to the food roundup for free at taprootedmonton.ca. Thanks for some memory lane and some fun this evening in and around all of these things. And uh, and and congrats for putting up with me for all the time that you guys have to get to 250. Uh, I do appreciate it. Unreal. Um, where does everybody find you guys on the Twitters? Let's start with you, Commissioner Kayla. 
I'm glad you narrowed it down to just Twitter because let's be honest. I know how it works. Yeah, I know how it works. Well, and if Ryan was here, he would say at Commissioner Coward. But, you know, we've solved that now. It's fair. But then then she wouldn't be here. Exactly. Who are you talking about? Yeah. 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 Some dude. Yeah, some guy. Yeah. Snuffleupagus. That was a lot of fun. Tailgate, by the way. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. All right. Where does everybody find you? At Duchess Lombardi. And no, that's not my last name. (laughs) Perfect. Or is it? (laughs) You'll never know. Coward, remember? (laughs) Super fan. Uh, You can find me at 56 Parkies. And then the history and horde segments can be found at the Edmonton Football History site at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. And you can find me at Free Palicious. Uh, and of course, the show at the Turf District. And that is on t- uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So follow us on all of those spots. Join in the huddle as we would enjoy ch- chatting with you more. Um, our Alberta Podcast Network shout out this week goes to Quantum Kickflip. I love the name of that podcast. That's uh, awesome. Six Edmonton comedians play Slug Blaster, a sci fi tabletop role playing game developed in Alberta which I, I mean, that just sounds like so much fun. Uh, find them and all the other great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> People are wondering, what's wrong with my computer? Right. Yeah, I slowed <laughs> right down. Uh, also, uh, make sure you're following our friends with Pay It Forward with football and a late happy anniversary to our friends Quentin yeah. and Sam. And uh, they are doing great things. So make sure that you oh, follow yes. along with them and spread kindness because that's what we need. Um, also, I want to throw in a quick little plug here for our good friend Celeste's blog uh, called vinyljourney.com. And it's amazing. Um, it'll hit yeah. you in the feels. It'll bring back imagery for you. It'll bring back songs for you. Um, at, check it out. It's worth every minute of reading it. And uh, I, I love it so much. Uh, so please make sure you're following along with that. And then uh, send send your notes uh, to Celeste because uh, she could use the encouragement as well. And, and it's awesome. Yeah, there's comments right underneath. So, Just so throw good. in a comment. She loves it. Yeah. It's it's amazing. So, um, all right. So if you're on YouTube Live, stick around. We'll have overtime right away where we'll answer some more of these wonderful questions that we got. Um, otherwise, next week we are going to be taking a bye because the team is taking a bye. And um, I don't know why we just want to wrap up another game without another game to look forward to. So we'll be back oh, in two yeah. weeks <laughs> to talk a little bit more about what happened in the bye week and set up uh, the following game, which should be the home game on October the 1st. Uh, so make sure that you join us for that. But until then, uh, for Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely Talk to you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter. 